For Nerds by Nerds Production. Welcome back to the Four Nerds by Nerds Podcast. I am your host, Josh. And today, in anticipation for the release of Thor Love and Thunder this Friday, we will be discussing the son of Odin, the guardian of Midgard, the god of thunder, and the one and only Thor. Or is he? I couldn't possibly take on such a monumental task all alone, so I've requested the help from one of the mightiest podcasters I know. The man who has traveled the nine realms like no other from Hop Geeks News. And returning to the show for the fourth time, the man's known simply as Mash. Hi, Mash. What's up, my friends and nerds alike? We have traveled the many realms of Midgard to get here today. I had something written for Miles, but I deleted it. So, so joining the show for the countless amount of times, it's Miles. Hey, friends. <laughs> Good to be back. We're going to talk about the Rainbow Bridge, my boys. Yeah. But Pride Month is over. <laughs> uh, yeah, the way this is going to work is uh, I've come up with some questions. We're going we're gonna to do some questions, which answers relate to some topics we'll discuss. We'll go through those, and then at the end, we'll just openly discuss uh, our thoughts and hopes and what we anticipate for this movie, because it looks pretty awesome. Yeah, it does. How you? But uh, yeah, we'll start with this one. We'll, I'll switch off since there's two of you. We'll go back and forth here. Uh, Mash, Thor's mighty hammer is named, and I got I got choices here. Is it uh, Jodenheim, Mjolnir, Orphe, or Nez? Well, I don't believe you actually named the correct one. As we all know, it's Mio Mio from Thor: The Dark <laughs> World. <laughs> But the correct answer is we don't speak of that movie here. (laughs) It is clearly Mjolnir, of course. And those, all of those words were actual Norse words that I looked up. I didn't just make up sound research. (laughs) But yeah, uh, Thor and Mjolnir made their first appearance in Journey into Mystery number eighty-three, created by Stan Lee, Larry Lieber, and Jack Kirby. And who doesn't love Thor and his mighty hammer? I'm not the biggest Thor fan, if we're being honest. How dare you, Miles? I know. You come on here late. <laughs> you slander his <laughs> name talking, up talking and down this shit. podcast. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'll keep my mouth shut. I'll be quiet the entire <laughs> podcast from here. Well, it is a it is an odd character that got made into a comic book character because it's it is an original. It's a character taken from a mythology and turned into a comic book character. I took a humanities class in college where they were talking about, like, what is modern mythology? Well, back in the day, it was like Hercules and all these larger-than-life characters. So in modern culture, comic books are our mythology. So I thought that's kind of, it kind of goes hand in hand. It wasn't lost on them that that's the case, and that's why I think Thor came into the fold. Thor, fuck Hercules up. I, mean, I guess we're gonna find out in the Marvel comics and stuff, and yeah, <laughs> yeah. Hopefully, you think we'll see Hercules in the movie? Oh yeah. I don't think this movie. If anything, I think Hercules would be a post-credit 
And I have a feeling they're saving Hercules for uh, his own little whatever happens next. But I do have a feeling he is coming in this movie in some regard. Yeah, I'm I'm hoping we get a montage of Gore just killing <laughs> killing gods left and right. Oh, we're definitely going to Oh, yeah. Set to a perfectly tuned 80s theme rock song, and it's just Gore right. <laughs> running around slaying <laughs> gods. For whom the bell tolls or some shit. <laughs> that would work. <laughs> but yeah, last time we saw Thor, he was all chunky. He's hanging out with the Guardians of the Galaxy. He's going to get more ripped than we've ever seen him before. I mean, Jesus Christ, he's an Adonis in this movie. Thank you. Um, just the behind, <laughs> yeah, the behind-the-scenes photos are just absolute... My God, that man's biceps are the size of my chest. Like, the width of yeah. my chest is the size of Chris Hemsworth's fucking arms. He's, He's got to be on roids for this yeah, one. They're no definitely offense. juicing up in here. <laughs> definitely juicing. He's playing Hulk Hogan in a biopic. He's got to be... Character, what is it called? Uh, oh, method acting. Method acting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting all juiced up, brother. But uh, yeah, let's let's move on from there. The next up, we got uh, the villain Gore. Gore is the villain of the movie. He is known as Miles, the Goat Wrangler, the Lord Slayer, the God Butcher, or the Mean Monster. While I'm tempted to say the mean monster, uh, what was it? The mean goat? Was that one of them too? The goat wrangler. The goat the wrangler. Pussy slayer. <laughs> they called me the pussy annihilator. <laughs> Bye, motherfucker. No, uh, I think he's the god cod butcher. Is that what he is? Means? The god butcher. Yes. Yeah. That is correct. I never heard of him until the uh, the trailer for this movie. If we're being honest, and I'm pretty comic booky. Really? I have no idea who this character is. Oh, really? Ugh. That's crazy. Yeah, he made his uh, first appearance in Thor's at once. He did take on three Thor's at once. He made his first appearance in Thor, God of Thunder, number two in January of 2013, created by Jason Aaron and Ezard Ribic. And yeah, Gore is a bad motherfucker, (laughs) played by Christian Bale in this movie, and looks looks, uh, quite different. He's very alien-y looking in the comic books. In this, he just looks like a very white man. God of God of War. Okay. He looks just like God of War. All those years trying to get reservations. Yeah. <laughs> Very God of War. Yeah, he does look like a just... emaciated Kratos. <laughs> He's like Kratos' is like make a wish brother. <laughs> <laughs> like Thor, can you just battle him just to like give him something to do here? <laughs> Yeah, Mash, why don't you tell us a little about uh, that you know about Gore the God Butcher? Well, as it turns out, Gore was introduced and his family was actually killed. His wife and child were killed. And so he blamed the gods for this happening. And uh, he just really wanted them to come back and there were no gods there to save them or anything of that nature. So he kind of blames the gods. It stems from his family being murdered essentially as what good villain origin story doesn't involve family murder. <laughs> so he is Kratos. This came out after Kratos was already a thing. <laughs> has the same motivations as Kratos and he looks like Kratos. Basically. Have you seen him in the same room? Well, co- comic, cra- comic Kratos doesn't look like, or uh, com- comic gore doesn't look like Kratos at all. 
No. But, yeah, so he just uh, had, like, his entire people were also suffering as well. There was no gods that helped his people. They blindly trusted in gods, and he thought possibly, of course, gods couldn't have existed. And then that they, because he felt that way, they outcast him from his tribe. And so he learns that gods do actually exist. And uh, from then on, once he learned that, he vows to kill them. And this comes in with all the sword and the symbiotes and null and everything of that nature. All of that stuff that we will not be getting in this movie. <laughs> all that stuff. Well, I think we'll get the necro sword. I don't know that we'll get null, but or symbiotes. But I think we'll get the. We obviously they show him with a sword, so I think we're getting the necro sword in some regard. Yeah, I, I have a strong feeling though he'll just be a dude with a sword. I'm not sure his sword will be special at all. That's gonna be disappointing. That's I don't know. The, do the Thor series—they're definitely into like sp- special weapons, like the sword that makes the rainbow bridge and all that. Th- this thing will have a name. Yeah, yeah possibly, but it won't. But boats. in the comics, the sword is a very big deal, and I don't think it'll be made out to be the big deal that it should be. They even named the dude's guns Dez and Troy. Like, <laughs> they're gonna name this sword. There's no way they won't. True. Yeah, I mean, they'll name it, like we said, but I don't think they'll, like, the symbiotes that come into play and all that stuff, I mean, I don't think we'll get that at all. Yeah, the good origin is locked away in the Sony-verse. Oh, bastards. (sighs) They're going to introduce it in uh, Morbius This is Terrence, the slasher. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Let's see, moving right along, though. Uh, Korg is returning in this movie. Everybody loves Korg, voiced by Taika Waititi. And uh, MASH, Korg belongs to which alien race? The Titans, oh, the Cronins, the Skrulls, or the Badoon? Why do I f- feel like it would... What was the first one? Titans? No, okay. It's Cronins. Not it's not Skrulls. Or uh, the Badoon. Is it the Badoon? It is not the Badoon. No, I thought this oh, was an man. easy one. It's the other one. Uh, Cro- Korg it's, is it's a Cronin. Cronin, that's right. Yeah, that's what not it that is. I knew that Obviously, before. that's what I meant. Yeah. <laughs> the last one. Come on, Min. That's what I meant. <laughs> he also made his f- first appearance in Journey into Mystery number 83 back in 1982, but then he was reintroduced in The Incredible Hulk number 93 in May of 2006. Because most people, if you don't know Korg from the movie, then you know Korg from uh, Planet Hulk. Yes. Because there's there's Cronins there in the battle world. Yes. Hmm. And uh, he, Greg Pak was the one who first like wrote him or whatever back in the day. Yep. And Carlo Pegulani. I, I definitely did not pronounce that right. Pegulani. That's okay. I feel like all these names, every time I come across names when I'm trying to like do stuff on our show, it was just like all these names are so hard to pronounce. Like I, I need one of those those yeah. voice people that are like, This is how you pronounce it. <laughs> Google. <laughs> Help us Google. Shout out to our boy Lance. Lance does it flawlessly somehow. I, I just picture it's Lance on the editing. At he night. sounds it out phonetically <laughs> and then chops out the middles. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That or he just sits in his room in the dark at night when he can't sleep and he's just pronouncing comic book like writer and artist names. His wife's like, You come into bed? He's like, No. 
Not yet. <laughs> no, damn it. <laughs> I have to get this uh, name right. really dark behind closed doors. Like, Shut your mouth, woman. <laughs> These are my comic book heroes. <laughs> Don't touch my long boxes. <laughs> she pronounces it wrong. He's like, how dare you desecrate the golden name? <laughs> Sweeps the table. <laughs> no, god damn it. It's Jack Kirby. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah anyways we love you lance uh yeah we got we got lots of returning cast we got korg we got valkyrie everybody loves valkyrie she is now the king of asgard she is which uh yeah is great but another returning cast member that we have finally is is another thor and mm. that would be jane foster she's looking real jacked too yeah she is Buff, Buff Jane Foster. She can, yeah. she can put me in my place. Hell yeah! <laughs> but Miles, when Jane Foster gains the powers of Thor, she is known as the Ultimate Thor, the Mega Thor, the Mighty Thor, or Lady Thor. I mean, while she gives me a Mighty Thor, she is the Lady Thor. No, no, she is the Mighty Thor. She is the Mighty Thor. <laughs> well, she'll get get all the other Thors from me too. Whereas my phone auto-corrected to <laughs> the almighty Thor. I'll make her Thor. My, so uh, I was like, oh, I got it wrong. Oh, no, just slap me around a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Oh, punish me, Lady <laughs> Thor. Uh, I did find a fun fact here, though, while I was doing my research, is that Jane made her original appearance in Journey into Mystery number 84 back in September of 1962. And she became the mighty Thor in Thor number one in October of 2014. But she was also Thor in a what if comic back in August of 1978. So Miles, yeah, Miles, you know, what if the, the show, what if, right? I'm familiar. That's based off of a comic series that they've right. done for forever of just like, what if this happened? What if that happened? That's why it's called What If, and it's fun. So that was back in the 70s. They did What If Jane Foster was Thor. See, I don't understand why they bother with saying What If. They can just make shit up. That's what they did from the start. They're just making <laughs> shit up. So why not just be like, and here's a new idea, and then we just did it once, and that's that. I guess that's what the What If that's is. Literally so yeah, that's literally all comic books is. What if there was a guy with power armor, and his heart was weird, and he couldn't <laughs> fight aliens? Yeah. <laughs> But what a what a cool way to be like, let's reach back into some old shit. Yeah. Like, you could literally do this at any point. You don't need a what if Tony Stark was Black Panther or something like that. You could just, you know how many times you've had other superheroes just like pick up the mantle of other different superheroes too and we're like, all right, this is what we're doing now, I guess. No one stays no. dead except Uncle Ben. That's all that matters. <laughs> and he needs to stay that way. <laughs> he needs to stay that Keep your rice. <laughs> <laughs> Stay dead. But uh, yeah, we already kind of answered this next one. But uh, Gore the God Butcher's weapon is known as the Boinky. Infinity, <laughs> the Infinity Sword, the Ebony Blade, the Necro Sword, or the Sword of Power. It's obviously the Sword of Power. No, I'm just kidding. It's the 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 Necro. But yeah, the Necro Sword uh, in the comics is made by the the creator of the symbiotes miles are you familiar with null Null. yeah null is the god of the symbiotes he created the symbiotes oh here i thought it was venom 
No, it's Venom now. <laughs> After he defeated Null. Um, but yeah, back in the day, Null created a sword within a decapitated celestial head. Which, okay. um, in forging that sword, he created the first symbiote, which is the sword itself, which is the Necro Sword. Um, but it's also why symbiote's biggest weaknesses are sound and fire. Because it was forged in fire and it was hammered sound waves and vibration so oh. that's why they are very weak to those things interesting but, that's why my weakness is sperm and eggs <laughs> <laughs> miles very allergic to sperm <laughs> i don't think miles has a weakness after breaks that, out that hotel story <laughs> <laughs> oh, sometimes i crack myself up i'm sorry <laughs> Go All on, right. Well, since on. that last question was a bit of a dud, we'll throw in another one. Mash, Thor's father is known as which of the following? The grandfather, the all-father, the all-knowing, or the old-timer? The godfather. The all-spice. <laughs> it's obviously the all-father. All right. The all-father was the right answer. Ooh. Do you think we'll see Thor take on the role of the all-father in this movie? I think by the end of it, he probably will, think, yeah. Gosh. I think at the end, he'll be the all-father, because it just seems like natural progression at this point for him to make it to that point and kind of be the all-being. We've had three, move, four movies from Thor now. It would make sense. It just makes sense. I think he's going to pull a Batman and be like, I'm the god you deserve, but not the god you need right now. <laughs> And retire to do some. Well, I, th- I was farming. thinking the reason he might become the All Father <laughs> is that if he might go into the Odin sleep, that way he they that's a way to like write him off for a while. Ooh, and let really Jane Foster take over as Thor. That's that's seems likely. That'd be dope. So that could that could be a thing. Do you think the Loki TV show is going to play into this, like? introducing kang the conqueror and all that no i get they're, they're doing that in ant-man too i guess but yeah. like is loki gonna it's, be i think it's this? gonna be a separate how could there thing. be a thor movie without loki i'm i'm sure he'll make some sort of cameo mid-credits appearance or something lady yeah. loki well we got lady thor whose name apparently isn't lady thor uh but we're gonna what about lady loki we have lady loki her name is sylvie i know (laughs) why not sylvie versus the mighty thor sword hammer fight she'd fuck him up she'd fuck her jane would just destroy (laughs) sylvie probably see those biceps that's true she's got gains to get help yep anyway but moving on uh stormbreaker gives thor access to which magical travel system Miles, this one's for you. Uh, is it the Bifrost, the Time Tunnel, the Rainbow Connection, or the Thunder Down Under? <laughs> Rainbow Connection. No, it's uh, it's the Bifrost. It is the Bifrost. We're we gonna uh, we get to see the goat boat in this movie, which yes. uh, Thor uses the uses Stormbreaker to access the Bifrost, which is a, a magical rainbow bridge that travels the nine realms. But in the comic books, Stormbreaker is not Thor's hammer. Stormbreaker belongs to the one and only Beta Ray Bill, 
whom I love, whom I want to see in this movie so fucking badly, who I, I can't like believe anything, in we'll four Thor movies we have not seen this character yet. Who is this character? You don't know Beta Ray Bill? I don't. He looks like Thor, but he's got a horse face. <laughs> I want to say something insulting about another actor or actress, and I don't. I can't come up with anybody. <laughs> is it Adam Driver? <laughs> yeah, it's Adam Driver, but Thor. Mash wow. had to drop out because his signal was not working very well, so we'll we'll trudge through without him. It sucks. I didn't get to talk about talk to Mash about how this is the first time I'm meeting Mash. Oh no. Yeah. Oh. One time he told me I look like a Russian DJ, and that's the only thing he's ever said to me. <laughs> you do look like a Russian DJ. Yeah, I podcast with sunglasses on because I use a TV as a monitor, and it's so bright! It's so bright! <laughs> and uh, yeah, so sometimes I look like a Russian DJ. Very sure. And you're always working the ones and twos. Yeah, brother. Rocking your cans in the booth. <laughs> So we All were right. talking about Thor and stuff? Yeah, we got one final question, and then I got some talking points we can hit before we wrap this bad boy up. Uh, when Thor loses an arm, he replaces it with which robotic character's arm? A Sentinel, the Destroyer, Nimrod, or Herbie? Herbie is in the, the love bug? No, Herbie is uh, the Fantastic Four's robot friend. Oh, and Modok isn't an answer. Modok's not an answer. Okay, then the Destroyer. It is the Destroyer. The I Destroyer figured. is. Uh, you saw the first Thor movie. Unfortunately, I did. the The Destroyer is the giant robot that he fights in that. I'm aware. Um, so. How do you? Like, I don't want. I don't know what your talking points are, but I'm gonna derail you if they're not this. But how do you feel about the first Thor movie? Let's be real. Uh, when you realize he has dyed blonde eyebrows, it really throws you off. It sure does. I feel like the first Thor movie is a heaping pile of dog shit. Personally, I don't hate it. I think the second one's real bad. I love the second one. No, oh, you are in the. It's very small. Minority. I know, but it has Kat Dennings in it, and she has big bouncies. That she's in I the wish first could... one. Is she? Well, she's yeah. the first one. Fucking blows. It's like a cartoon. That's. I true. Don't know. I've recently rewatched it, and I was not impressed. And then every like Marvel took a big step up when Disney bought it, and I think I feel like Thor came out right before that transaction happened. Right? What do you? Yeah, think? the first phase of Marvel movies are a lot different because yeah. they were. They were all made by Paramount. Interesting. Yeah, because yeah. the first Thor movie sucked a big fat dick in my opinion, and I have loved every single one that's come out after that. Yeah. Yeah, no, I everyone loves Ragnarok a lot, and I like Ragnarok, but it's one of my I don't things. I don't dislike I don't dislike any I don't even dislike the Dark World. I just think it's not it's not the strongest out of all the MCU movies. That's true. That's true. But when it came out, it was among the strongest. And then yeah. everyone else is like, well, it's better than Iron Man 3. Because <laughs> yeah. they're not wrong. It is, but I like it better <laughs> than Iron Man 3. I hate Iron Man 3. I don't hate it, but I don't love I, Iron. I don't hate any. I'm trying to think of any 
Marvel movie I hate, and the only one that I nothing is the same one you nothing, and that's the Immortals. I think is what it's called. The one with oh, the Angelina. the Eternals. Eternals. That movie is nothing. It is nothing. There's no reason for these characters to be in the plot. I am not impressed by the characters. It's all CGI. They didn't go anywhere on the planet except for a green screen. I was not impressed. <laughs> but yeah, let's see. Wrapping up here, let's see what else we can talk about. Um, Old Man Thor, like Mash said at one point, uh, Gore fights three versions of Thor in the comic books, and one is Old Man Thor, which Thor, it's, uh, Thor travels back from the future. And he has a destroyer arm. He's missing an eye like he was at the beginning of Infinity War. Mm -hmm. Uh, He's old and grizzled. He's a real dickhead. Um, I'm wondering if we'll see Old Man Thor. I don't think so. I don't think they'll open it up like that. Uh, Bigger question will be, will Thor die? Will Thor die? Yeah. Like I said earlier, the only person who stays dead is Uncle Ben. So even if Thor dies, he's going to come back with like, adamantium armor or some shit now that disney's acquired the fox movies like he's gonna come back if he dies but i don't think he's gonna be dead dead yeah i think he's he's probably more likely to ride off into the sunset than be killed off since they already killed off iron man i'm not sure they'll kill off any of the other main stars they're just kind of happy ending them yeah like i don't know if we'll see hawkeye again like you know what i mean like (laughs) i think we'll see hawkeye as like the he trainer of the young avengers or something like that yeah yeah like scarlett johansson she's they're like hey let's give you a prequel and maybe you'll pop up in a few flashbacks but we're pretty much writing off all the classics but i don't think that uh hemsworth's done he seems like he's balls deep in for the win it never gonna give up never well it's it's down. i think it comes to are they replacing him with jane foster's thor or is this like a one-off thing for her? Well, who is a sexier person, Natalie Portman <laughs> or Chris Hemsworth? And I think we all know the answer to that is not Natalie Portman. Well, if anyone's going to give her a run for her money, it's gonna it's gonna be Chris Hemsworth. Jesus Christ! Exactly. Like, don't get me wrong. Natalie Portman is a gorgeous, gorgeous human, but compared to everyone else that they've put in all these movies like it's it's hard to justify replacing single-handedly the most gorgeous man who's ever lived with a really pretty woman like there's it's, it's, there's a difference here that's true so it but brings that, women to the marvel movies that's all my all my questions i have some all right You ever watch the Incredible Hulk TV show from the 80s? Yeah. Love that show. Do you remember Thor being on it? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's like, what is this? A mug? Mug! (laughs) Yeah, he's got like a a sheepskin vest on. (laughs) Yeah. So he doesn't know what basic things are, but then he's like, we need to destroy the core of the nuclear reactor. (laughs) (laughs) it's so good and he just is uh i don't know i feel like that might actually be a better representation of thor from the comics than the hemsworth thor it's like hemsworth thor is like ironic and he kind of gets why he's funny whereas the thor from the old school shit he doesn't understand that he's funny he doesn't understand that he doesn't understand you know what i mean 
Well, he does. They they really did drop him speaking in like old English. Like he really in in the first Thor movie, he really he really speaks it up. Yeah. Like uh, like that, and they just kind of dropped that all together, and just was like, oh, he's got a accent. That's good enough. Yeah. And it's like, but in the comics, he's always like, nether the yonder. Yeah. <laughs> nether the yonder. <laughs> Never you over there. Yeah, that's how he speaks. <laughs> he does have that like sans text fucking like they they write him out in weird text for some reason. <laughs> I don't get it. Lusitania handwriting or some shit. Yeah. But I don't know. I've never been impressed with Thor as a character. Like I don't know. He's just too like I understand a talking raccoon, and I'm not offended by a talking raccoon. But a big burly man with a thunder hammer seems to offend me for some reason. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I love Thor. Yeah. Uh, in Civil War, Thor's a robot. Did you know this? Yeah, there is a robot version of Thor, yeah. Yeah, someone throws a hammer at him and they, the bad guy catches it and they're like, what the fuck? That's not Thor. <laughs> and then they <laughs> fuck him up, rip him into pieces and shit. Yeah, he kills, uh, what is his name? The giant man, uh, yeah, is that his name? Giant man, no, he's he's friends with giant man. I'm trying to remember his name, I all I can think of is Galactus, but it's not Galactus, but it it's starts with a, it starts with a G, yeah, Gar- Gargantuan. You get it, yeah, something like it. that. He was played by, uh, what's his name, Lawrence Fishburne in Ant Man 2, yeah, that guy, yeah, that's that character, yeah, he so like. You know, robot Thor is a thing. I don't know. There's just so many Thors, and I don't give a shit about any of them. <laughs> However, two of my favorite Marvel movies are Thor movies. So what does that say about the character? Like, they, the movie makers really get him. They really get him, and they get what you like about him. And, like, I don't know, when you end up in Asgard and all the video games and stuff, which you inevitably do, Everything just becomes goes from like a four out of ten difficulty to a ten out of ten, and the only way you make it through is with Thor, and it just pisses me off. Like, is he our Superman for the Marvel universe? Um, I don't know. I'm sure we'll. Get, um, Captain Marvel's kind of the Superman of the Marvel universe. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> Hyperion is the legitimate like answer to Superman, yeah. <laughs> but Captain Marvel one v one's fucking Thanos, whereas everyone else is like fighting him, and she does fine. Like, I don't know. She's she, I don't like characters that are too powerful unless they're bad guys. So well, I, I don't like Thor's... how powerful she is because it's like they're constantly like, all right, she has to go back in outer space now. Basically, like we can't have her around or she'd be able to fix all the problems. Yeah, she's the cell phone of horror movies. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's like, she's... so why does she exist then? Yeah, yeah. But it was a good question about Hercules, though. Hercules is like a pivotal character in the comics. Because every time he shows up, he's a plot point. Like, there aren't really that many. I don't know if there are any Hercules comics. But when he shows up in the comics, it's like, oh, now we have to figure out how to deal with Hercules. So Yeah. There's a Hercules in the DC comics, too. Yeah. And I, I don't know. Like, for some reason, it bothers me when they use Hercules. But it doesn't bother me when they use Thor. And I don't it's know why. Thing. Yeah, it's the same thing. Here's the question. 
Are they going to cast The Rock as Hercules? Or are they going to cast the dude from the 90s TV show as Hercules? Because <laughs> you know they're going to make one of those movies. He's a right-wing lunatic. They're definitely not going to get him. But wouldn't it be crazy if they did? Kevin Sorbo? <laughs> Kevin Sorbo, yeah. What if they did? Wouldn't that blow everybody's fucking minds it if they did would. that shit? That would be what? the greatest shit ever. One of the statues in the Hall of the Illuminati in Multiverse of Madness is Xena Warrior Princess. <laughs> exactly. Like, put Xena in this shit, put that Hercules in this shit, and just have them like like the collector. Everyone's standing in boxes, and it's like, look at all of these Easter eggs. Like, do that. <laughs> That'd be fun. That'd be fun. There's definitely going to be Easter eggs. What are you thinking as far as that? <sighs> yeah, I don't even fucking know. I can't wait to see. I can't imagine what the post credit scenes are going to be. Uh, well, I mean, kind of a fallout of whatever this movie is. And Sometimes, maybe... but sometimes they're just like trailers or fucking something that has yeah. nothing to do with the movie. I mean, Doctor Strange is going to influence it. Whatever, even the mid mid credits or post credits, Doctor Strange is involved. Right. We can guarantee that it's always like either exclusively that movie or the movie before and this one they have to like tie together somehow so we're gonna get probably dr strange involved here well the next movie is black panther so it could maybe it'll be a black panther tie-in could be seems most likely to be guardians of the galaxy though because that comes out after black panther right uh yeah 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 it could be something with the guardians hmm maybe it might be adam warlock because he's going to be in Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Oh, really? I didn't, yeah. I, I'm not up on my Marvel shit. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, he's the like cocoon at the He's in the post-credits of Guardians of the Galaxy 2. He's like the cocoon that they have. Being I watched that on. dude choke out Silver Surfer in a comic, and I'm like, okay, this dude's pretty serious. Yeah, he's a bad motherfucker. It's a little weird that they're introducing him after the Infinity Stones have already been destroyed, because he's a key element of the Infinity Stones. <laughs> yeah they do that a lot like they're like yeah you know what you guys liked iron man though so why not have him be the most important thing that thanos fights even though literally anybody else would have been a better call yeah yeah anybody but the normal human being (laughs) right exactly like oh we're gonna have hawkeye versus Thanos. like come on now so silly but yeah are you excited for love and thunder i am but it's like I don't know this phase of Marvel, even though they've been the best movies, I don't, I'm not this far ahead in the comics. Like they kind of cut off in where I've stopped following the comics at this point. Like this character that is the bad guy you said come that came out in 2014. Like yeah. I wasn't up on my comics. That's like when I started reading comics, but it was like old comics when I started reading. So all this new shit, I'm fucking like, completely clueless on it so i'm like this is gonna be a fun marvel movie and turns out to be the shit but i don't know the context anymore now it's just like crazy shit yeah i mean they still have tons of old shit to lean back on but yeah yeah this is definitely a lot of newer stuff advanced well beyond my comic book knowledge at this point like when i went and saw the last doctor strange movie my buddy's like what is that in the movie theater i'm like if i knew it would take too long to guess like (laughs) i don't know (laughs) What is the building they're in? I'm assuming an important one. Like, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Hell yeah. 
So yeah, we're excited for Thor. Let us know uh, if you're excited for Thor. I'm sure you are if you're listening to this. Uh, you can do so by reaching out to us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all the good stuff. We are FMBN Podcast on Twitter and FMBN number four and letter U everywhere else. Miles, tell the people about your great show. Hey, thanks. Uh, I do a show called High on... What? Let me try that one again. Can't say it without going High on Horror with my boy Josh here. Yeah. And we also are joined by Chris from the Geek Peak Podcast because can you imagine a better trio? I can't. And uh, <laughs> we just talk about horror movies and shit. And sometimes we talk about like uh surprise stuff like romantic comedies and children's cartoons and stuff so yeah check that out we were in the top rankings for a while we have some great inside jokes it's a real joy yeah it's fantastic it's such a good time yeah it's a really good time and then also i am uh i do this show occasionally that is my show called the disc dump podcast that's the show where we watch movies play games or listen to music in an effort to decide are we going to keep the disc or are we going to dump it i'm not good about releasing it anymore i used to like stress out about every week make sure one's out but mostly i just do it for fun now so check it out sometimes we talk about wish.com ads which are a joy etsy's taken from that example now we're getting some weird shit on etsy um and uh i we talk about drinks that are weird and stuff so yeah check out the disc dump podcast and uh what was mash's show mash is uh from hops geek news check out hops geek news it's like this show where they talk about a lot of nerdy stuff but they also talk about craft beer uh you can follow them on twitter at hops geek news uh definitely check out miles show the disc dump podcast i was listening to it today i was listening to your man on fire episode Hey, thanks, buddy. That one features the Andes. The the good robot Andes. Okay, so they're not going to listen to this, hopefully. One of them is extremely sheltered and totally religious. Like, he (laughs) got on first and he was like, Yes, we uh, we do a podcast on the side where we talk about what it means in the Bible versus how to live it in real life. And I was like, Oh, no, we're doing the wish game. This is not good. <laughs> and it was like, I was like, I it's read about dildos. Yeah. Like, I read off a thing and he's like, I don't know what that is. And I sent him a picture of it and I was like, Describe what you're looking at. He's like, I don't know what I'm looking at. I'm like, That's 50 crack pipes. <laughs> like, he had yep, no idea. I got to that part. Yep. It was amazing. <laughs> it was amazing. So, yeah, the good robot Andes. I got to hit them up again. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, like we said, let us know what you think about Thor, and we will be back on Monday with our review of Thor. Uh, but until then, I'm Josh. And I'm Miles. And this is the Four Nerds Binders Podcast signing off. Stay nerdy, my friends. Yeah.